the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Yep, and to think, I used to be a liberal, too. These children are influenced to believe that they may be the wrong gender. People are finally getting it because the mass media has not been reporting on this accurately. It's only through conservative-leaning and Christian outlets that are actually telling the truth about the body. The books today that you're talking about, they're just much more militant, and they're targeting even younger children. Because I know that lots of people have had it up to here. They have had it up to here with this agenda, with the targeting of their children. Our past silence as the church in America has reaped these horrific consequences that we're living through now. Yep, and to think, I used to be a liberal too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things, all things, all things are still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news articles and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to listen to our four-minute daily commentaries right here Monday through Friday on the word Columbus at 1020 a.m. Eastern Time. And also be sure to check out our resources, including the school propaganda calendar for school year 2021 and our frequently asked questions about critical race theory in schools. And you can learn more right on our website at missionamerica.com. What do you want your children to learn about sex and when? And more importantly, what does God want our young people to learn as we understand and apply biblical teaching? How much of the world's thinking also has crept into how the church approaches this issue? Well, our guest today is an expert in this area. She is nationally recognized. She has much to share with us. Audrey Werner is founder of Matthew 18 Ministries. She is a former sex educator, a nurse, and a professor at Master's International Divinity School, where she teaches a course called Restoring Biblical Purity in the Church. She's a frequent conference speaker and has a stellar resume with much more than we'll have time to cover here. But welcome, Audrey, to Mission America Radio. Thank you, Linda. Thank you for having me. It's quite an honor to be on your show. Well, it's quite an honor to have you on because many people have said to me, you need to have Audrey Werner on your show. And I keep <laughs> thinking, yes, okay, we're finally going to do this. Um, yes. <laughs> so give us a little background about your experience first uh, as a sex educator and then how it opened your eyes to what's happening on the subject of sex education to youth in America. <laughs> 
sure. Um, I always say this is not a ministry I would have picked, but um, God set me up. <laughs> so uh, my background and my experiences, yes, I was a sex educator. I was the one who went into the schools. I talked to the kids about sex. I was told in my training that parents aren't doing their job, so we need to go in there and do it for them. I was told that you're going to hear the why out there, that if you talk to kids about sex, they're going to go out and do it, and that's simply not true. Actually, you're going to decrease the pregnancy and the STD rates. So I was a sex educator for five years, and then as the Lord would have it, we were blessed with our first child, and I wanted to be home. I wanted to work just part-time, so I couldn't be a school nurse anymore. And the part-time job available to me was working in the STD, sexually transmitted disease, HIV clinic. And I did that for eight years. And it's as if the Lord said, I want you to see the fruit of your labor. And I saw things getting progressively worse. I saw the age of first sexual contact becoming lower and lower. Uh, Sex outside of marriage was becoming more normalized. Uh, Date rape was exploding. Uh, So I was very alarmed at this. And that is what prompted me to go, wait a minute, I'm going back to my training. And this is the opposite. What I'm seeing before my eyes is actually the opposite of what the experts told me. So that prompted me to start to do research, and I uh, came across uh, some people who were already doing the research, and uh, it's just taken off from there. Well, you know, and it it is amazing how, uh, as the beginning of my show says, you know, I was formerly a liberal uh, agnostic Mm -hmm. as well, and uh, God has used all of that to open my eyes, and then he turns around and he, he allows us graciously to uh, do the opposite and try to be a help instead of, you know, perhaps uh, part of the problem. But um, so they give the rationale. So many of the sex education programs, I heard this for 30 years that uh, it's because parents don't tell their children enough about sex. And these children are just woefully ignorant and they'll, they will never know what to do when and how, and what the best way to, to do this per, to do this in a way that is, um, healthy and health is always the issue and safety. You know, wh- what's wrong with all of that? Well, again, if you look to the authors, because uh, my question was, have we always done sex education in our country? When did we start it? Who authored mm-hmm. it? And what was the intent behind it? Because I was certainly seeing the results, but I wanted to know where's the beginning of this. And when I looked into the origins of sex education, I found that it was actually uh, an indoctrination. Uh, in essence, they knew if they could take children to Uh, sex, uh, because children, we used to let children be children for as long as possible. There was something called childhood innocence. Uh, It was approached in a very modest uh, way. Uh, I looked at some antique books prior to the sexual revolution, which is where it came out of. And in those books, it was a very modest and direct way. They talked about the flowers, the birds, and the bees, which is now laughed at today because uh, we are looking through basically pedophiles who develop sex education to sexualize kids uh, and to get them ready to have sex with each other and with adults. So that's pretty alarming, and I think that's something that all parents should know. Uh, So when they come in and say that parents aren't, talking enough with their kids, what they're basically saying is parents aren't taking away the moral innocence as fast enough for us so that we, you know, let's go in there and let's do it for them. 
Right. And you, you talk about, and without, I don't think we have enough time to cover all the details of the influence yeah. of Alfred Kinsey. And you worked a right. lot with Judith Reisman, the late, the wonderful late Judith Reisman. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. she passed yeah. away right. recently. Um, but give us quickly the impact yeah. of Kinsey's fraudulent research yeah. and well, on the legal and- system and how that worked into sex ed. Yes, um, Kinsey's science, and it's not really science at all. He was a pedophile. He was a, his own people said he was a, a homosexual sadomasochist who advocated for all sexual rights. Uh, he worked uh, with John Money, was one of his disciples, who was behind the whole transgender movement that we have today. So it was an anything goes kind of mentality. Uh, and his science was amazingly has crept into every major institution in America. Uh, I don't care where you work, you've been touched by Kinsey science. If you work in the field of medicine, if you work in the educational system, if you work in the field of law, uh, even the military has been touched by it. And um, uh, as well, sad to say, the, the, the church, the ministries have been touched by Kinsey science as well. Uh, so when we look at the foundations of sex ed, it was Kinsey's science. He said children are sexual from birth. Well, he came up with that because he interviewed pedophiles who raped children, and they're the ones who declared children are sexual from birth. So we switched from the flowers, the birds, and the bees to this very graphic upfront approach where we tell children everything. Uh, and then we had Mary Calderon, uh, who was the former medical director of Planned Parenthood. She was the front woman for sex ed. Uh, there was an organization started, SECUS, which is Sex Information Education Council of the United States. Every parent should look that up because they will tell you up front what it's all about. And it's looking at kids through Kinsey's eyes that they're sexual. And then Hugh Hefner actually funded uh, sex education. So you see, these are not people that were concerned with childhood moral innocence and protecting children. This was about exploiting children. Uh, and what we see and what I saw in the the clinic where I worked was we saw the explosion of STDs, uh, we saw the explosion of date rape, and we saw the explosion of just the trauma that, you know, children are not made to have sex from birth. And it is extremely, these kids are going through post-traumatic syndrome that have been um, raped. So, um, uh, well, and now today, of course, we're talking about ch- uh, children being prepared for child sex trafficking. And it's not just the cartel that can make more money off kids than they can drugs. It's your next door neighbor. Once they seduce your child or someone, a sex educator at school, once they seduce the child, then they can be moved into sex trafficking. So we have a great dilemma before us today. We're talking, in case you're just joining us, we're talking with Audrey Werner, who is a nurse, a former sex educator, and now the founder of Matthew um, Matthew 18, is it, Ministries? The, the Matthew 18 group, yes. Yeah, Matthew18.org, and it's Matthew xviii.org the uh, roman numerals and you know what you're talking about audrey is that in what i've seen over and over again is that the people that are 
involved in sex education then and now, and it wasn't you, but I think many innocent people were drawn into it, but certainly now, and, and the group Seek Us, which is not an agency of the U.S., it's a private radical extreme group. What these are are adults working out their own sexuality and fantasies and using children for an agenda. Children are change agents. They're experimenting on kids, and Kinsey did that openly, and Judith Reisman exposed it, and we need to keep saying that. Um, that, that this is all based on a house of very, very rotten cards. And so what it would be, okay, so we're, the schools are doing this. If it's going to be in schools, what would the ideal uh, education for children be in schools? Is it, is it like our current uh, abstinence education program? Is it part of that, but something different? How would you describe that? Well, again, I'm coming from a biblical view, a biblical worldview. So when we look to scripture, who's in charge of educating the children primarily? God calls the parent to be the primary educator. Schools can handle uh, uh, mathematics. They can handle science uh, and and handwriting. But when it comes to uh, uh, moral issues, who is supposed to be the primary educator? And the, the lie was you can go in and be uh, morally neutral when you go in and teach education, but that is not true. Uh, you can't go in uh, necessarily in comprehensive sex education. They never talk about marriage. It's all about sexual pleasure, the uh, different types of acts, and now you can change opposite sex. Uh, but what um, uh, we're talking about is that um, it needs to be the primary uh, educator, needs to be the parent. But yes, absence education has become a solution. Uh, okay, we'll just go in and talk to the kids about abstinence. But the problem with that is absence educators will still have to talk about STDs. They will still talk about pregnancy prevention. Um, with you know, They may have good intent, but just going in and talking, this, sexual words and images are powerful. So when we're going in, and I I talked to you earlier on the phone about this, I gave the example of my daughter who was in her freshman year of college and uh, shared with me she had gotten a talk from an absence educator from the Crisis Pregnancy Center. And that absence educator went in and did exactly what I just said she would do. And then afterwards, um, she also said that absence is the hardest to do. So she even kind of discounted it to some degree. But after she left, what was so telling was that the students didn't say, wow, from this point on, I'm going to abstain. Rather, they all started talking about their sex lives. Um, because when we talk to um, children and young adults, uh, we're talking openly in a, in a large classroom, then we're normalizing talking openly. So they felt they should talk openly. But we're also reiterating their sexual being. And that's what this is all about is Uh, focusing on children being sexual from birth and uh, making sure they know how to handle that sexuality. So when you hear the term science-based, know that that science is Alfred Kinsey, who was a homosexual Mm -hmm. sadomasochist pedophile. So um, uh, we have a lot of deception going on in this area. Well, we only had about 30 minutes, 30 seconds until our break here. Uh, why don't you give us your, uh, a little bit about your website? Just give us the website and what's, what's on there, just quickly. Sure. Um, my ministry is about waking up Christians, waking up the church. So uh, it is, like you said, Matthew18.org. 
uh, is where you can find a lot of information on sex education. I've done a lot of presentations uh, on the homepage. You can see my Texas legislative briefing on where sex ed came from and what it's done to our country. As well as uh, you can go uh, into the presentations tab. We have a lot of information there. I also have resources for parents. Uh, what is good? What can we use for our kids? That's great. Thank you, Audrey. I'm so glad to have you on as a great resource for parents and a way for us to really think about this from you know the bigger picture. What does God want for our children? So we're talking with Audrey Werner here today on Mission America Radio. We're talking about what is the ideal sex education or what should we be teaching our children and when about about sex. This is Linda Harvey on Mission America Radio. We're going to pick up when we come back and talk about How has the church figured into this and what is their role or where have they possibly failed? We will be right back after these messages. Don't go away. Today's program is pre-recorded. To learn more, log on to missionamerica.com. Now, here's Linda. We're talking today about what we should be doing and when as far as teaching and instructing our children about God's plan for sexuality. Um, And where do the schools figure into it or should they figure into it much at all? We're talking with Audrey Werner, who is a former school sex educator. She is a nurse and she is now, uh, she teaches uh, as a professor, a course called Restoring Biblical Purity in the Church and uh, many more. She's gone all over the world. She's uh, spoken to groups in Uganda uh, and many other places. Uh, So Audrey, let's pick up what we were talking about before. So, okay, we have really come out of the Kinsey influence into getting sex education into schools and having it be more and more obscene, more and more radical, uh, way far from a standard of purity and innocence, which is so beneficial for every child. Mm-hmm. So where does the church figure in here? What Have churches been good about this? Have they dealt with it appropriately? Is there really a secret um, issue with sin going on in our churches? Well, the name of my organization is Matthew 18, and it's based on Matthew 18, 15 to 17. If your brother's sinning, you go to them. If that doesn't work, you go to you bring somebody else. If that doesn't work, you take it unto the church. And my ministry began 25 years ago. At the, when I was working in the STD clinic, I had a dear friend come up to me and say, Audrey, uh, you need to look at the Christian sex ed uh, because it has the same roots. So I looked at the very uh, first Christian Sex Education Program, which was put out by the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, uh, Concordia Publishing House. And that curriculum was called the Learning About Sex Series. And the original book, uh, I looked at the bibliography, because I always say, if you want to know on whose authority is someone standing, you need to go to the bibliography and look at who are uh, who is the author looking at. And in the bibliography of the series, which is interesting, the series only has a bibliography in the original series. It doesn't in the current series. So I looked at the original bibliography, and I found Alfred Kinsey. I found Hugh Hefner. I found Planned Parenthood. uh, And I found Secus. And I thought, oh, wow. (laughs) You know, I need to alert the Lutheran leaders to this. 
So I used the Matthew 18 process with local, I was living in the state of Michigan at the time, uh, local Lutheran leaders, as well as state level to uh, the head of Lutheran Church, Missouri Senate, and the head of Concordia Publishing House to alert them uh, to the error. Um, the problem is, is we were born into the sexual revolution, and it has influenced. When I speak to parent groups, I often have parents come up to me and say, how can I possibly talk about God's standard of biblical purity when I didn't even do it correctly? I messed up in that area, uh, which, too, of course, I talked to them about we have Jesus who died on the cross for our sins, and we just have to take them to him and, uh, you know, um, uh, repent. And then he will uh, uh, forgive and restore all that Satan has tried to destroy in us. Yes. So um, I have tried. That's that's my mission. I go into church libraries. I um, uh, have had many parents of different Christian schools call me uh, to say, hey, I think I've got this here in our school. So uh, it's it's. Yes, it is in the church. Uh, the church has shifted. I always say there's three areas where the church has bought into the lies of the sexual revolution. The first is the church forgot that God values the moral innocence of children, and sex education takes that away. Secondly, that God values all life. If you look at the birth control movement, because it wasn't just the Catholic church, it was all churches that were against birth control, which is a chemical abortifacient, and it's one of the mm-hmm. actions. And uh, when I looked at that, I found Margaret Sanger and Alfred Kinsey and, and Planned Parenthood had influenced the church. And then the third is that God values the, the marriage bed to be pure and undefiled. And the pornography industry has destroyed many Christians and many Christian marriages and families. They sure have. I have heard from, I can't tell you how many people, about the destruction of pornography uh, mm-hmm. in marriages, in dating, and in uh you know, Christian homes where it has uh, taken uh, boys, in, primarily boys and men, into uh, you know just it ruins their intimacy with their wives or future wives, and also it lures so often lures young boys, especially probably girls too, into uh, homosexuality and and that all of those acts, which are now of course woven into heterosexual. Uh, sin in, in our churches mm-hmm. as well. So we have, you know, many, many problems to overcome. So, okay, let's talk about what can people do? What can people do about this? People have to realize, uh, I just did a speaking tour across America, and there was a group in Louisville, Kentucky area. And uh, one parent, after I did, I do a presentation called Morality, a National Security Issue, because it really is our greatest national security issue. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And it's what has destroyed America and uh, um, is the greatest threat. So, um, uh, but I talk about getting to the root of the problem. So I expose sex education, who's behind it, what's the plan, and where do they want to go from here. And a big part of it was to destroy the traditional family and to destroy the Christian church. And we have church attendance at the lowest ever. We have the highest uh, divorce rate in single parent homes than we've ever had in America. So I would say for comprehensive sex ed, it's been mission accomplished, but are we going to continue to allow that to occur? So I started this out 25 years ago, and I said, oh, gosh, Lord, I need to wake up the Lutheran Church. And then I thought, no, I need to wake up 
the entire body of Christ. And I thought, no, I need to wake up the world. And I thought, how am I going to do it? Because my first response is, I'm just a mom. Who's going to listen to me? And God, every time I would question on, I'm not an expert in something, the Lord would literally put that expert physically right in front of me. And Judith Reisman was one of those, because I said, I'm not an expert in Alfred Kinsey. Um, so I always say that God doesn't call the equipped, he equips the called. But certainly as parents, you have a big voice. I will tell you, I live in Texas, and we have tried to, um, uh, there's a small group of us, a very small group of us parents who have been at the Texas Board of Education meeting when they're looking at new standards. We are there to testify, because I will tell you, for every one parent of us that's testifying, there's five LGBTQ uh, Mm -hmm. parenthood-backed parents that's there. So you're going to be in the minority, but get out there and protect your kids. You need to start going to your school board meetings. Uh, Here in Texas, Cecil Richards, who used to be the head of Planned Parenthood, uh, she's from her family's from Texas. She started up the Texas Freedom Network, which is actually going into every school district, looking at how are they promoting um, abortion? How how graphic is the sex ed? Do they have sex ed? Are they promoting LGBTQ? We are running out of time, unfortunately, Audrey. Thank you yeah. so much. Matthew 18. That's Matthew xviii.org. God bless you. I ask our listeners to pray for you and visit your website. And friends, just remember, we have to stay on top of this, but do not lose hope because you know who's on our side. With God, all things are still possible. Have a great day. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.